Chapter 4 Steve wasn't happy. The noises had stopped, but Parker could still hear Steve crying. The sound would come irregularly, and from them, Parker deduced that Steve didn't know why he was crying. What were once animal noises were now replaced by a quiet sobbing into the pillow noise. Stifled, by Steve, lest anybody was disturbed. This gave Parker the peace and quiet he needed to think. Around this time he met Ratika and started dating. Parker's dating life was scanty. For the most part he had been single. And even when he did find somebody, it was always short-lived. But for some reason, Ratika was wary of Parker. Maybe it was because he always had too much on his mind. Parker hated knowing this. There was a certain amount of frustration in his life because of this. And then there was the nagging feeling that he had missed something in the case. Loose ends, decided Parker. Rudy would have to be caught red-handed. Imagination alone wasn't enough. Rudy was hiding beneath that blanket that his imagination had created. He was now using that ugly image to hide behind. He had never really accepted it, well enough to try and do something about it. Parker drove back home and decided to pay Rudy another visit. Hey Rudy, Chimney was asking when your cherry tree will blossom. He decided to start on an upbeat note. Rudy looked at him blankly. The one she planted in your garden, continued Parker, running out of patience. A light came into Rudy's eyes, not altogether pleasant. Probably figured out I'm here to investigate Steve, thought Parker. Come inside, said Rudy. Parker entered and thought briefly of his case with the three head honchos. They claimed that the extra budget had been spent on client lunches, which had potential to be big in the future. Parker began mentally to write down a series of questions and answers that would trap them. At the same time, he was conversing with Rudy. Parker. What did you spend it on? Honchos. Client lunches. Parker. Who are your clients? Honchos. The names. Parker. How many lunches? Honchos. Eighty-one. Parker. Which clients did you choose? Honchos. Seven names. Parker. Why did you choose them? Honchos. Potential. Parker. Lose the others. Focus only on them. Honchos. How? Parker. More lunches. Whiskey, offered Rudy. Rum, replied Parker shortly. So how come you're here? Asked Rudy directly. Parker took a second. Did you know that Steve cries at night? Parker asked. During the second year. Parker. Why are there no lunches in the second year? Honchos. Already good friends. Don't need them. Parker. Potential realized? Honchos. Yes. Rudy did not reply. He just watched Parker carefully. I'm bringing this up for your own good. You can't have another person living in your house whose behavior you cannot understand. Rudy grunted. Parker waited for him. Parker. Next step? Honchos. Gifts. Parker. Send them. Silence. Parker. More budget? Honchos. Yes, please. Parker. Done. But make sure you spend it. Steve's a strange fish. He does a lot of strange things. I let him. There was a kind of pride in Rudy's voice. Honchos. If we don't? Parker. Send the gifts. Increase the business. 
or we'll know you can't. Fired. Why? Parker asked. He's a good guy, Rudy replied, imitating Parker. Trapped, thought both Parker and Rudy simultaneously. But are you? asked Parker. What does that matter? replied Rudy, implying that it was his house. If it doesn't matter, why do you care? asked Parker. I can't help it, confessed Rudy. Parker looked at him sternly. Be yourself, he ordered. Rudy looked at Parker dangerously. Then he looked around desperately for an escape. Steve, Parker shouted, you are free. And then Parker saw the real Rudy, twisted in emotions, unrecognizable. It seemed like he was swirling and reforming an array of masks, but none of them lasted for more than a few seconds. Rudy, Parker asked, why are you here?